All right, I'm here with my friend Zach Hitchens, comedian and recording artist. He's released both a live comedy album titled Mirror and more recently a couple singles. How's it going, Zach? It's going good, John. It's nice uh, to be talking to you. It's great to be talking to you, too. I'd like to start by talking about why you choose to present your comedy in this manner. I mean, it seems like, you know, not only have comedy albums kind of fallen by the wayside nowadays due to streaming, but you also don't see a ton of comedians who dedicate themselves so fully to musical comedy. So what prompted you to start making these comedy songs? It's actually really interesting because when I was little, I would always, I was obsessed with like recording sketches with my friends. Like we would just write and record these things. And I would always be like, you know, it would be awesome if we erupted into a musical number right now. (laughs) And and everyone was like, okay, do you know how to write music? And I was like, no, I don't. And they were like, do you play any instruments? And I was like, no, I don't. So the entire reason I ended up taking up guitar and then piano was to literally was just to be able to incorporate it into comedy. And then I don't was the first time I wrote a comedy song was for a creative writing assignment in school. And that was kind of when I realized like, oh, this can be just a thing all on its own. Like this does, like musical comedy can be its own format. And I got really into like listening to a bunch of musical comedians who have dedicated themselves to it. And it was just so inspiring and just started writing, writing a ton of it. And it was awesome. And, um, well, the whole dedicating an album to it was very an interesting choice because when I was deciding to put my music out there, I wasn't sure if I should do an album or if I should do, like, a series of, like, YouTube videos or something with it. Like, going kind of the more common route for that type of thing would be, I feel like, shorter YouTube video type of musical comedy. But, I don't know, something about just embracing the musical format of it and going like full on album just really appealed to me and it ended up working out super well. So I'm glad I made that choice. So you, you mentioned listening to um, those musical comedians who are, who would you say, who are those people first of all, and then who are your like comedic inspirations and then who are your like musical inspirations on, you know, kind of contrast to that. Good question. Good question. Um, the one who really got me into musical comedy was definitely Stephen Lynch, mm-hmm. which if you've ever heard of him, he's kind of sure. the musical comedian, definitely. Right. And he, I mean, my whole format is very much inspired by his work. And then um, other musical comedy influences for me were definitely Tenacious D, um, The Lonely Island, uh, sure, sure. some Sandler, some Sandler, of course. Of course. And, uh, and oh, Luke Knoll has this one live comedy album. He was an SNL cast member who got fired after one year. And <laughs> I don't I know why, but him. I don't feel like anyone has. But that's why I was so drawn to him when I saw that he had an album out. And I listened to it, yeah, and it was sure. so funny. And I'm like, why did this guy get fired? But I will have to I don't check know. that out. Um, Definitely should. Plug for Luke Knoll right here. Of course. Uh, I'd also like to talk about audience reaction because your songs are are like very inappropriate to the point where they're almost some of them like shock humor. Do you ever get nervous for for how an audience is going to react to a song? And on the flip side, what's the best reaction you've ever gotten from an audience? Ooh, um, 
Okay, so the first part, I don't think I ever really get nervous about the reaction to it, other than, like, what if they don't laugh at this? But, <laughs> sure. like, getting those, like, horrified reactions can kind of be very fun, <laughs> as long as you get them mixed with the actual, like, laughter. Sure. Like, um, and to kind of tie that into the second part of the question, on, um, oh, probably the best was when I first performed, this wasn't on the album, but when I first performed my song, The Rejection Song. Yep, I was about <laughs> to mention that. Yeah. yeah, that was the most <laughs> reactive crowd I've ever performed for. And yeah. they went nuts when I said the first punchline for that song, which yeah. I probably yeah. shouldn't repeat now, but... <laughs> Yeah, I was at that um, performance. This was at um, an open mic night for Cab Calloway. And um, I had just met you, I think, the week before for the first time. And um, you played one of your other songs um, before. So I kind of had an idea of what I was getting into. And then you played that one at the open mic night. And the reaction... It was unlike anything I'd ever seen. People were going crazy. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was insane. Uh, so you're at Emerson College right now, and you're studying something that's like pretty unorthodox at a typical university. So tell me about your major and what it's like studying that at a, at a higher level. Oh, definitely. Okay, so I'm a comedic arts major, which is basically you focus on writing, production, and performance of comedy. And it's such a cool major. When I was looking into colleges and everything, I had originally been planning on just doing a theater major. And that's what all the other schools I auditioned for were theater. Sure. But I was really drawn to this program because it just, it really focuses in on the creation of comedy and what goes into it. And it's so cool to get to study that. I have um, my evolution of comedy class. We just like, spend every day we get new plays to read from just all spanning all throughout history getting to learn all of the like deeper context and how comedy has changed over the years and just learning all that stuff is super helpful and something you would never get anywhere else pretty much and it's already shaping the way I write and I think it's really just really amazing major yeah, that sounds really, really fun. Emerson got Emerson's got to put you in a in an ad or something. You sold it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, they should just um clip the audio from this little interview here. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, how do you kind of picture your comedic future? Is the comedy music something you intend on making part of your whole kind of shtick, or do you see yourself going down a different path entirely? And this is just for fun. Uh, ideally, I would like to someday be known as the one of those guitar comic guys that everyone loves so much sure but um I don't know I definitely would like to pursue it it's something that I've put a lot of time into and a lot of work into and something that people seem to respond to pretty well and I think yeah I think it definitely is something I'd like to pursue fully head-on Great. In the future. So as far as the writing process goes, what, what, you know, do you come up with a bunch of like punchlines and then tr- try to like put them together in like some kind of narrative or do you start with an instrumental? I mean, what's the, what's the process like for that? 
Uh, I've been asked that a lot. And the truth is it kind of, um, it kind of all happens at once. Like people are always like, do you write the music or the lyrics first? It's definitely an all at once situation where I'm writing the music as I write the lyrics. Cause I feel like for me, the music, the music isn't just a means to tell jokes, but it's a part of the jokes when it comes to my songs. And I think like the genre, the um, pacing and everything totally affects the comedy and affects the jokes and everything. And like, usually when I start, when I sit down to write a song, I have about a third of it figured out in my mind. I have up until the end of the first chorus, because that's where the first punchline comes in almost every time. And then at that point, it's just kind of once I write that, let it flow, see what twists and turns it'll take. Because, yeah, I usually, every chorus, I try to have at least one shift, at least one, like, big change in what the song is about, what direction it's going. And, yeah, so I definitely don't, if I try and go into writing a song, having all of those planned out, it usually doesn't go very well. Because then I'm trying I'm trying to create it rather than letting it naturally shape itself. Right. So I always try to just go with the flow and let it happen. <laughs> so what are your what are what what are the plans? You know, when can um people expect a new Zach Kitchens album? Uh ideally Obviously, soon. Yeah. <laughs> I had I've had the next album written for so long. Uh, It was originally supposed to be out at the start of the summer. Had, we were recording the live, it was going to be a double live, double studio album. And we were going to record the live portion late March. (laughs) That didn't work out. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) So kept pushing it back, pushing it back. At this point, I think the most likely scenario is the live album is going to be cut and it's going to be a full studio recording gotcha. that I'm going to try and get together over this winter break coming up and hopefully Great. it'll be out by spring. I do like hearing the the live versions just because I feel like the audience reaction adds a lot. Uh, but I am yeah. nonetheless very excited to hear what you've come up with for this new album. Um, yeah, it's really unfortunate not being able to do the live cut, but and then yeah. there's always the option to go back, release the studio, and then months down the road release a live version. So that could always be a possibility. I hope so. Um, as we discussed earlier, um, your music is shockingly inappropriate most of the time. So <laughs> I had a bit of trouble picking a song that I could play on the radio without getting in trouble. I eventually settled on Almost There, which, while I think it's very good, nice. there are songs of yours that I think are are mild, like they're just they're just funnier to me. So, oh, if definitely. If you're listening to this and you don't mind some uh, inappropriate humor, please go listen to Zach Kitchen's album Mirror. I, when I heard Love at First Sight for the first time, I was crying laughing. And <laughs> like we discussed earlier, the rejection song it, is hysterical. Also. Um, so thank you so much for talking with me today, Zach. And thank you for having me. Of course. This was awesome. All right. And here is Almost There by Zach Hitchens.